0: All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you for a privilege to gather this this morning. We ask, that we say, there is illumination. The eyes of our understanding is enlightening much more and more. We say there is no confusion in this atmosphere. We say that our minds are fixed on your love and our hearts are stable on your grace. We can build and comprehend the mysteries of Christ clearly. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Bible Emineautics and so we are still continuing. How many of you understood what I thought last week? i you sure you do? How many of you believe you are a preacher of the gospel? It's not just how many of you believe. All of you are preachers. Should we argue that? Uh, or do you think you are not preachers? <laughs> I wanted to mention sure Abraham again. <laughs> mm. <laughs> he said no. Somebody, let me tell you one quick story. Somebody listening to my, I don't know what more message, Maybe Zeal or honor, something like that Somebody said, Ah, Ibram. Somebody was telling me that Somebody said, Ibram, I'm so far in your head So you cannot be in a hurry This my year, this year is, is Brother Collins That will, that will, that will be my focus <laughs> You must not be in an hurry to gloss over details See, how many of you when you are preaching to your disciple, you want to mention everything at once? How many of you that happens to you? When you're preaching is always I don't know, the thing is coming like utterance. You know you want to hear, brush it to prayer, brush it to brush it. How many of you that thing happens to you? Ah. <laughs> so you cannot gloss over the things. You can't be in a hurry. One quality of a bishop is that, and I explained to you last week, is that he must be apt to teach. Apt to teach, like I explained for you, is from the Greek word thetaskitos, and it means an ability to explain. An ability to explain. So as a preacher, you you you, you have the ability to explain the text of the scripture. Nothing should be so... They shouldn't bring a text to you, and you should be like, ah, are, are you sure it's in the Bible? <laughs> they ask you. Um, they ask. You, they give you a text, and they say, they say, oh, can you, you say, ah, you sure it's in the Bible? You sure it's in the sixty-six books? Are you sure it's not in the 83 books? You know, something is going wrong. <laughs> so okay. So. And i explained to you that paul was not talking about an ability to talk well or oratory skills he was explaining or rather he was explaining the text of the scripture an ability he has received via training so an ability he has received via training we looked at second timothy 2 verse 2 look at it again second timothy 2 verse 2 Second Timothy two verse two. Second Timothy two verse two. Are you there? Second Timothy two verse two. It says, "It says, and the things which does lengthen me among many witnesses." the same commits thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. So, Paul was telling Timothy that that which he has learned of him, he should commit it to others. That is the things he has learned from Paul. He should commit that same thing to faithful men who shall teach others also. So, that shows... You that they are committing something to us to be well trained. As you are hearing my voice, as you are listening to the messages, as you are hearing me teach, you have to be well trained on how to do it. As you are taking notes, you know, you are being taught how to take notes. So when you meet your disciples, you teach them the same pattern. Are you following this? That is how the church progresses. The same pattern. So the Bible teacher must be trained on how to interpret the text on the Bible. So as you are being taught how to interpret the text of the Bible other that teachers that is the people you will now teach should be able to do the same. So your disciple by now should know how to take notes. Your disciple by now should know how to open their Bible not phone Bible. Your disciples by now should know how to how to listen to messages and take notes. Your disciples by now should at least know how to pray and stand praying because I did not train you sitting now. How are you getting these basics now? That is how the continuation goes. So you don't just go to your meetings or your, your discipleship meetings and want to do your own will. No. It's not being done like that. So, and don't forget, it is a function of faithfulness. A function of diligence. is a function of faithfulness. So, and I told you that, what brings up false teachings and false doctrines today in the body of Christ is as a, or even denominations, or even, is as a result of People not paying attention. People not being faithful with the message. That's it. Everybody want to stand alone. Everybody want to do what is on their own will. Some of you, before you came here, you couldn't take notes. All you used to do is open your phone Bible. Some of you just put, put highlight and put key points on taking notes. But that changed over time. And you now see that <laughs> taking notes is now... A fundamental aspect of your own human, of your discipleship, or of your growth, your spiritual growth. So you have to understand that these are key factors. Very key. Very key. So like I told you, a Bible teacher must pay attention to what? Details. To details. Details. It must Be well-trained and taught the art of Bible interpretation. So, as a Bible teacher, you must be well-trained on the art of Bible interpretation. You must be well-trained. And we started something last week. We started Luke 24. Let's go back there. Luke 24. Luke 24, verse 25 to... 27, Luke 24, verse 25 to 27. Luke 24, verse 25 to 27. This year would would I trust God to, to help you bring clarity to a lot of scriptures. So how many of you trust God for that? I trust God for that. That this year many of us would have a lot of clarity in a lot of scriptures and a lot of places that is tough. All right, Luke 24, verse 25 to 27. It says, And he said unto them, O fools. No, you are not fools. Say, I'm not a fool. I'm not a fool. You won't do. Some people came late. Mm-hmm. But I keep was. Mm-hmm. Because I need to make sure it's necessary the work we <laughs> The who I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs> Luke 24, verse 25, it says, O fools, slow about to believe how that the prophet has spoken. Oath not Christ, Suffer these things and to raise from the dead before he and beginning for Moses and all the prophets, he expanded unto them the things concerning himself. So, brethren, and I explain to you, I explain to you, sorry, Mr. I explain to you, um, in that Luke 24, verse 25, I explained to you that it's In that 24, verse 35, I speak to you. I said, Hold that the prophet has spoken. We examine the word spoken from the word Laliu. We saw Laliu. We saw that Laliu is the Greek. And we saw that menu expounded. Okay. We saw that menu and we saw it as expounded. Thank you. We saw that menu and we saw it as expounded. Remember when I was teaching interpretation of thongs? I explained this word "diamenu." I don't if you remember that. Now let's let's examine it again. That word expounded is from the Greek word "diamenu," and it comes from two Greek words: "dia," d-i-a, and "amenio." "Dia," d-i-a, and "amenio." No matter how I say it, Tony, what did you say? <laughs> "Dia" and "amenio." "Dia" means Thoroughly across to the other side. 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 side. That's dire. Amenu means to interpret, to explain, to translate, to give a meaning. To interpret, to explain, to give a meaning. To interpret, to explain, to give a meaning. So it means to explain thoroughly, to interpret, to give a meaning. So Jesus explained across all scriptures. That meaning was a word that was, like I said to you, that meaning is a word that was historically used to interpret signs and symbols. And it is an opposite of having an opinion. With that menu, you cannot have your opinion. How many of you have met people today today when you are having a Bible conversation with them? And the next thing they are saying is, in my own opinion. How many of you how many them met it? This is how I think it will in my mind. In your mind, brother. <laughs> really? They will not and the truth is. You, how many of you know that scriptures explain scripture? Well, that's the essence of this study to explain, to see how those things are being done. Scriptures has to explain scripture. In my own mind, though, I just feel like that text means that we should all perish. <laughs> no. So, Jesus did an explanation in all scriptures the things concerning himself. So, this shows that Bible interpretation is not personal. No, see, you can't have a personal interpretation. You can say, this is my personal thinking. Or, this is how I want, this is how I wish to see the scripture. <laughs> you know, that you, are, you seeing, are you seeing where some people have coined out their own now? Sorry, and I'm not sorry about Jehovah's Witness. Sorry, but I'm not still sorry. You know, they just coined that their own and replace everywhere there is God or something to Jehovah in their Bible. Because somebody woke up one money and said, in my own opinion, it can't be Jehovah. That's how one useful, useless fellow online said that eh, it is not Jesus Christ, it is Yeshua Mashiach. You know, some people, are, some people, their brain has shifted. <laughs> Yoruba will say, don't let me see the Yoruba aspect. <laughs> Their brain has shifted somewhere. Or their brain has moved. Joy, you, you, you can get it to your level. <laughs> their brain has moved. <laughs> because how you wake up one morning and say, it is not, it is not. It is not Jesus. The, his name is not Jesus. It's like we don't get it. His name is Yeshua Amashiach. Eh? Where did you? you are not the chief namer of, of Jesus Christ. That's what somebody said. The tongues will speak, all those shallow bro, it's, it's not tongues. That the re tongues, the re tongues, the re tongues. He said, He says the re tongues, we have not seen it. Uh, so have you seen the re tongues? <laughs> <laughs> he said no, no, but 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 what? <laughs> but he, he, according to Ishii, people said that when you are, you are English, you will speak Let's say you will speak, uh, You going speak Japanese, chi cho cho That's what they are speaking. Tongues. So why have you not spoken the Chinese? He said we are getting there, brother. You know, common sense is not common sometimes. You better give yourself brain. He said we've not seen the real tongues. So the one we are speaking, why don't you speak? So that's how people come up with their own personal opinions. For the scriptures. You just feel like, well, this is how I want to see the scripture. This is how I choose to want to see the scripture. You can't have a personal opinion. What I'm teaching you now, if it cannot be found from the scripture, then I'm wrong. And listen, don't hold your ministry or your teaching ministry in such a, so, in such a so high esteem that when you make a mistake, you can't calm down. then they oh, so sorry I was wrong. Don't be very flexible and just tell me, oh, oh, sorry, I think I I made a mistake here in this explanation. That's why most times I go back to listen to some of the things I've said just to to gauge myself and say, okay, guys, did I miss it here? How are you getting it? That's why you have to be well dated, You have to plan yourself. That's why I brought up the idea for you guys. You have to have a teaching note. So you're not going to say rubbish. Are you not seeing it now? So that you have a guide or what to guide you in your teaching. You don't just go to your disciple and say, you know, Genesis is about Jesus, brother. Where? <laughs> you know that's all that we, all Christian century people <laughs> is doing now. Genesis is Jesus. When I opened Genesis, in the beginning, that's Jesus. The beginning was the world, that's the Jesus. Even in the darkness, it's Jesus. Ah, uh-huh. ah. That snake is still Jesus The serpent, Jesus, brother Hey <laughs> No, come <calm> down <laughs> It's always Jesus But we'll get there That's the reason for this by way interpretation Are you still there? Hey, nobody was talking <laughs> Are you there? Alright, so Jesus did an explanation Let's see further references of that Man, you put this down Further references of the Armenian, I you can see it this later. First Corinthians 12, verse 30. Do all interpret. 1 Corinthians 12, 30. Further references of the Armenian. I 1 Corinthians 12, 30. 1 Corinthians 12, 30. 1 Corinthians 14, 5. 1 Corinthians 14, 5. I'm just giving you that because of our time, just to, because we have so much to cover in the space of four hours. First Corinthians, but we may not use up to that because of. Brother Collins, <laughs> 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 oh, Collins you yeah, are my target for this year. Gloom. Broccoli, get ready. 1 Corinthians 14, 13. 1 <laughs> Corinthians 14, 13. 1 Corinthians 14, 27. Let me come again. 1 Corinthians 12, 30. 1 Corinthians 14, 5. 1 Corinthians 14, 13. 1 Corinthians 14, 27. So let me do something. Mm, let's see if we can explain something. All right, look at that. Luke twenty four, verse twenty seven. Look at Luke twenty four, verse twenty seven. Let's, let's let me quickly explain something. Then I want to move quickly to something. Uh, I've not gotten into my main Bible interpretation explanations yet. So um, we are still, we are still, we are still dancing. Yeah. That's the that's the dance. Alright, look at Luke 24, verse 27. Look at it there. What did it say? It says it says what? And it, it says, I'm beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he began to expand unto them the things concerning himself. I want to explain that word concerning. How many of you have seen that word? Luke 24, 27. How many of you have seen that word? How many of you have heard me explain concerning before? Hmm. wow, oh This is interesting. Concerning. I've never explained it before. Uh-huh. Eh? Is that what? Is it how we die? I suffering. Mm-mm. The word concerning. Uh-huh. Really? I did it in one Bible study. You boy not just paying attention. When I was teaching First Corinthians 12, concerning the gifts of the Spirit. Anyway, mm. put it leisure and put it down. Uh, pneumaticus. Uh, pneumaticus, go. Okay. The dust can lose. Alright, look at the word concerning. We want to speak, pick that word concerning himself there. The word concerning is from the Greek word peri. P-E-R-I. Okay. Oh, i slow you now. you remember. <laughs> P-E-R-I. peri it is an operative term. Perry. P-E-R-I. Just imagine somebody's name is called Brother Perry. Or okay. oh, Sister Perry. No, that's that's Joy's new name. <laughs> Sister Perry. <laughs> mm, no. Joy, Joy this out the name. Sister Perry. Sister Concerning. That's the meaning. <laughs> <laughs> concerning Joy. And I will teach something like that this year. Concerning joy. Oh! No, no, no. Go, to go. No, no. <laughs> yeah, concerning joy. I can always explain some things about joy this year. Joy. Concerning So, joy is giving us an elite concerning joy. To be a silly self. <laughs> uh, Sister Perry, Sister <laughs> Concerning. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's continue. Concerning was translated from the Greek word Peri. Perry is an operative term. It implies an arrival point. An operative term. It means an arrival point. It's just like saying you've got into your destination. An arrival point. Just the same way we have departure and arrival. Arrival is Perry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice name, I mean. Sister Arrival. Sister <laughs> <that> Concerning. <laughs> it means uh, and that is so now an arrival point. So let me explain this to you now. So the prophet spoke, and their arrival point, their destination was what? Christ. He says, concerning the things. Let's go back to that. Luke 24, verse 27. Look at it now. Luke 24, verse 27. It says, And beginning at the front prophet, he began to expand unto them in the scriptures the things concerning himself. Concerning himself. Don't forget, the concerning is an arrival point, a destination. Just to say well, you have departure, you have destination, you went somewhere. So Jesus did the damn menu. He's breaking them, breaking it, dividing across, going towards, going towards, and his destination point was himself. Does it make sense to you now? So what so the prophet spoke. All that the prophet spoke at the destination. And what was the destination? Jesus Christ. Does it make sense to you now? Yes, sir. So Let's look at the word beginning. I'm beginning from. Look at that verse 27. I'm beginning from Moses. The word beginning from the Greek word akoma. 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 A R C H O N A I. A R C H O N A I. Akoma. You know, we were very linear. When Baba was preaching to us in the UCC, doing eleven hours, then we did eleven hours thirty minutes teaching. It did not. It was it was too fast that everybody suddenly became using books in writing. But <gülüyor> <gülüyor> you 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 get you do like you like this. You still continue. You still continue. Me I we say I come and Tony we still be say. What did you say? Christ told you this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beginning from. It's from the word I I'm coming. Out. I think I will see as well. Beginning is the word I And we'll get it. The word all. Let's see the word all. How many of you remember the Greek word for the word all?
1: Pass.
0: Ah. Yes, Pass. But that keeps us. Do you know it? No, but colleagues, I need to let the world know who is talking, who who we are are dealing with. (laughs) (laughs) The word all is from the Greek word pass. Note that, and let me tell you something. When pass is used, it means it must be read in context. When that word pass is used, it means it must be read in context to understand exactly what the writer is discussing. Now we explain something to you. And this is one of the reasons for this teaching. I don't want to be faster than my notes. Okay, we'll get there. It must be used in context to understand exactly what the writer was discussing. So, past cannot be generalized. When we are using the word all, so we see. In the scripture, you know the word all was, was much. All things were made by him. Without him, all things that were made was made. Right? You see, um, all things working together for the for good for what for them that love him and everything. That all can't be generalized. That all has to be in context. So we have to know. Okay, what are the all things that work together for the good? You know, a lot of people just say all things working together for the good. So you have an accident. All things working together for the good, really? That's not what he's saying. Are you seeing some? You know, by the way, I Thursday, now your head is your head is getting sharp. Are, are you? Is your head getting sharp already, or you still you still need you still need slap? <laughs> yeah, oh, sister for Saturday All right. Now, listen. So when that word all is used, so when you are reading your Bible and you see all, all things working together, it, eh, eh, and it's, eh, all things this, all this, that all, has, you have to check it well. What is this all saying in this context? That all doesn't mean the whole word. You know, for people like Favour now, when they are reading those places, when they just hear all, they will just say, ah, the whole of Indianapolis so. All things working together. So even if they fail in the exam, all things is still working together. But they are good. Even if they, even if they deny them something, all things is still no. That's not what all means. When you read the scriptures, all has to be well articulated or well explained in context. Does it make sense to everybody? Does it make sense? Yes, so the word scriptures is from the Greek word graphe. What does it mean? Second, right. Writings. Graphy. Writings. Sacred writings is agus Graphy, but when it says Graphy, it means writings. Does he get it? Because agus means holy, sacred, consecrated. You get it? So Graphy means writings. I don't know if, if you are now a Greek student. Now. I don't know if you are feeling like I'm a Greek student. Oh, your mind. You know, the truth is, the church is in the early century. The, I learned something late last year. I found out that, that the church was in the early century, in the early church, the church was a place where people actually come and learn how to read and write. All these things we are doing now is the proper church, where you will learn something. You will learn a language. You will learn this. We'll get there. We are getting there very soon. I will so explain to you the context of how the scripture was written, the Hebrew, the Aramaic, the Koine Greek and everything. Then we will examine some patterns of what I'm talking to you about. Actually, right, some ways Jesus spoke needed to even be explained. We'll get there. So, the the church was like a school. So, when we say a church is a training center, a school where you read and write, that was how it was. Because in their days, some of them were not too lettered enough to understand the scriptures. So when they get to church like this, they teach them. So this is how you will take your notes. Don't forget the things which I have taught you, commit unto them faithful things. So how do they know it the notes it they, note to, they took? So they will teach them those things. They will teach them. Words, language, so it's from those places they will read their, their scriptures I and mean, be the septuagint. They will read all of those things and say, Oh, so this is it. They get understanding. Do you get it? So, the church is a school the same way you go to school and learn things, is the same way you come here and learn things. Does it make sense to you? So, don't always have that mindset of, Ah, a church is where What you gotta do? eh? <laughs> oh, that's not that's not cho-choo. It's for people that are not Europe. Ebami rababa means you know we now it's not it's God has cutters now. We can't even be talking as we can now. Ebami rababa means hand me turn around. I not is that the meaning? Sister concerned. Don't shake your body for... me hey, let me move around. That's the meaning. Hey, let me please move around. That's the meaning. <laughs> because we now have audiences that are not. Um... Anyway, let's move on. So, the scriptures. So, what Jesus called the scriptures was what Moses and the prophets. Ah. Uh, what Jesus called the scriptures was what Moses and all the prophets what they said that was now written. What Jesus called the scriptures was what Moses and all the prophets said that was now written. Remember, they said some things, then it was written down. That's what we call the scriptures. And he said they were what concerning him. So, they were firstly spoken, then they were written. So that is why you can never, and I want to say this in person, you can never undermine preaching the gospel. Remember the believer in the ministry, I said this, I don't know if you remember. You can't undermine the preaching. It is God's wisdom. It was first spoken before it was written. You can't undermine the preaching. Because the preaching will carry much of the words just imagine we are preaching from paul's explanation of paul's let's you know paul has taught these guys in the epistles right and we are preaching from the letter of the summary just a reminder of what he has taught them so imagine the content he has taught with his words are you getting what i'm saying So, Genesis to Malachi are referred to as the scriptures. Uh, should I still give you some more? Yes, no, sir. Huh. Should I give you more or should we continue? Should I give you some more explanations and that? Or... Let me give you more. Let me give you more. What do you say? Eat? Ah, don't you leave us, job? You will, want, you will want it. <laughs> all right, look at Let's see more. Ah, uh, we just said, I mean, now look at something. Let's see the one fulfilled. Look and look. Hmm, all let right. right, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on to some part. Don't forget we're still studying Bible, Emenotics. and I want to give you something. Don't forget we just said that the scriptures uh, Let me say, you, is. Uh, I told you that the scriptures, uh, Jesus refers to Genesis to Malachi as the scriptures. Let me give you this. Let me give you something. I. Th- I let me see This is this is just something to note about the Bible some things to note about the Bible. Now let me ask, let me let me give you a run through. The Bible is a material of 66 books, just in case you don't know. <laughs> People like Abraham, 66 books. When if you don't even know 66 books, let's see let's start something. Even if you thought this is 52 <laughs> <laughs> sister concerned. Is a material of 66 books comprised of Genesis to Malachi, which over the years it has been referred to as the Old Testament book. Now, I want to explain something, and this is something no one, even Jesus. Okay, let's do this way. See yourself in Paul's church now. What would be your material? Genesis to Malachi. Would you have called it Old Testament? Mm -hmm. So no one, it was translations. And let me give you, and we are getting it. Translations were the ones who tagged it Old Testament and New Testament. And I will explain all these testament issues to you. They were the one who tagged it. So, every translation, King James, is an interpretation. NIV is an interpretation. Amplified is an interpretation. Every translation is an interpretation. Every preacher explaining the scripture is interpreting something too. We get the, the word. So, over the years, it was called Old Testament. Not that it is old. You know, because it is called Old Testament, people don't read it. We are not in the era of the Old Testament. We, 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 we walk in the new. We, we, we see in the new. As, as, as we touch the new, and walk in the new, and move in the new, Brother, <laughs> this is his books. So, as well as Matthew 2, Revelation, which was referred to as what? The New Testament. You know, so, a major fact, so, one major fact of Bible study is understanding the Bible language. One major fact of Bible study is us understanding Bible language. One major fact of bible study is that you and i must understand bible language and i want to explain that the original text of the bible was written in three languages the original text of the bible was written in three languages three three languages number one the hebrew language And the books of Genesis to Malachi were written in Hebrew language. Hebrew language. Number two, the Aramaic language. How many of you get this confusion that? Suppose Jesus spoke in Aramaic and we will say in Greek. How many of you have gotten those confusions in the Bible? That the Bible says, and he said this in Aramaic, but we are saying the New Testament was written in Greek. How many of you? I've entered those kind of confusions before. None of you? Wow, interesting. (laughs) Oh (laughs) God. Aramaic language number two. No. Historically, historically, this was the language Jesus spoke. Aramaic language was the language Jesus spoke. Historically. So in his day, what was Jesus speaking? Aramaic. I'm coming. So it can be seen as Greek. And some modifications of Greek people communicate in Aramaic. But in literature, the Greek language was used. Therefore, Aramaic was mostly spoken but not written. Aramaic was mostly spoken minority, just the same way we have pidgin English today in the Nigerian setting. I'm saying this because of the people that are listening and the and people in the Nigerian setting. We have something we we'll call the pidgin language, and that's the native language. It's just like saying Afana, far "How you day?" "How you day?" You know? <laughs> I don't know if I thought of it like that. "How? you day?" You know? If we if we take it one by one, that's another English word entirely. But because of pidgin, we say, Mm -hmm. "Are you there now? how fun, our brothers. Are you there now? Waiting this, waiting this soap, waiting day (laughs) soap in normal English contest. But in pidgin, it's well said. You know me and you except. Because with the fact that we understand, yeah, you can type, but in normal common sense, you know, we cannot write in PG. Broski, now you know say, at, you know, you know, <laughs> but I know people like brother colleagues will be able to write it. <laughs> so that was exactly how it was for Jesus' time. That's why you hear words like Talita Kumi. They will put. So, are, are you seeing those things now? They will put all those bracket words. They will put L I L I Sabata just to, to let you know what he was saying. It, am I making sense? So, Aramaic was one language that historically Jesus spoke, but it could only be, it can't be written. So, when they were writing what Jesus spoke. So it's just like as though I was. I'm speaking to you now, and somebody is writing it in Yoruba. You know, are you getting the gist now? I'm speaking to you. Yoruba is a native language spoken in Nigeria. We have to (laughs) be. So now another one, number three, coinly Greek language. Koine K-O-I-N-E Koine K-O-I-N-E Koine Greek language Um. So the books of Matthew to Revelation was written in ancient Greek known as Koine Greek You know that there is an old English all those very little i say it unto you are you seeing it that's old english today we can't use that word so in the old greek that the bible was written it was written in Koine greek so to arrive at english translation from genesis to malachi those books were initially translated to the greek language So to arrive at English language translation for Genesis to Malachi, so let me tell you how, uh, how it involved, how we were able to get the material for us to be reading in English. They had to translate Genesis to Malachi from the original Hebrew to Greek, then to English. Have you seen the process starts from? So are you saying that when we now want to go back to the language is because some things were lost? It's just like the way we we saw this concerning now, sister concerning, Perry. You know in our today's English, concerning will mean concerning what is going on here. Perry in the Greek, concerning and peril in the Greek means an arrival point. So are you saying that it didn't match? Arrival point means a destination but today when we say concerning something it mean what is going on or when we say concerning what is going on in our environment it means look around what is going on in our environment but in the greek in the peri in the greek it means an arrival point a destination where i am going to are you seeing the breakage it's not like all pass all is not in contest all cannot be generalized. It has to be used in context. But in our today, the way I say, all of you, all of you will just come. Are you seeing it now? So when we we want to handle, that's why I told you, Bible is not to be handled like any other book. It, it, you can't be meticulous. You, it, you have to pay attention to it. And this year, this year, all of you will know it. Ah, we die. All of you will know you do. This Bible. <laughs> you see. All of you, you'll be smoking. You, you will not wake up. You'll say, Oh, Genesis they say, Wake up, go to war. Genesis day. Ah, The Bible says, hey. Until you get to that point, <laughs> that you'll <will> be dreaming. <laughs> Bro, I keep on. <laughs> I feel your pain, brother. <laughs> So, to arrive at English translations for Genesis to Malachi, those books were initially translated to the Greek. Then the Greek translation of the Hebrew... <laughs> the Greek, so, this Greek translation of the Hebrew Genesis to Malachi is called the Spetogenes. I don't know if I've heard that word before. <laughs> I'll call it the don't worry. This Greek translation of the Hebrew Genesis to Malachi This Greek translation of the Hebrew Genesis to Malachi is what we refer to as the Spetugent. This Greek translation of the Hebrew Genesis to Malachi is called Spetugent. 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 Sp. I love you. S E P, sorry, S C P T U A G I N T S E P T U A G I N T INT, S E P, T U A G, INT, you look like coiny Greek. So, special James which was announced. Special James, right now, was translated from Latin. See the, see, wedding, see the journey. <laughs> that is, we'll get to King James soon. I took a class. Let me tell you one thing. I did. My curiosity made me take a class that I eventually did not do too well in. <laughs> but I shall learn something. think how you see or something in the class because the class was too tough. It was it's not too tough it was too tasking i i couldn't complain too much it was too much to complain and i took the class on king james you're, you're surprised by ah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious go on. <laughs> yeah i took a class of king james the ones the king james of the old of this king james bible those old king james i took a class on him ah me I was expecting that they will be breaking down scriptures for me inside the class. <laughs> to my disappointment. As that I started studying history of what was happening in British. What was going on. I oh, supposed said, Will, said, me, said. <laughs> but it helped me to one point. That I had to understand why the issue of how... You know, the Bible was locked up at some point in history. That only the Pope had access to it and all of those things. Well, this this not my, but this not part of my sermon. But he helped me understand some of the things behind the King James and all of this things. I don't want to bother. I don't bother your head about those things. Let me let me skip you those details. It's called it's translated. So that's what today was the first translation. Translated to Latin, then to English language. We were first translated to Latin, then English language. Spare to Speduj, we were first translated to Latin, then English language. Oh, they say? Ah, see what the Bible passed through. Oh yes, so so when we are so when we are doing Greek word, are you seeing? Because every Jesus too will go through the same route to with them, to explain it. Somebody say, but Jesus will not use Hebrew word. Who told you? He will go through the same route, bring out the message, explain it in their time. Every preacher of, of the gospel needs to know how to interpret the text of the scriptures to his audience. If your audience is um, if your audience is hmm. Children, you know, you will come down to their level. You won't be giving them these things. But you come down to their level. You will know how to communicate it to them. Do you get it? All right. So, historically, a man called. So, what's all of this issue for? It's, it's necessary. See, let me tell you, history. The more I grow, the more I grow in my knowledge of God's scripture or of God's word. Is the more I appreciate history a lot. It's the more I thank God I'm not a science student. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. The more, yes, yes. There's some some rubbish, nurses that I missed. I'm not saying nurses are not good, but it's good. glory to God. But the more, the more I grow in my knowledge of God's word, is the more I value history and I value the fact that I'm not even a science student. It helps my appreciation of the scriptures or appreciation of history to be able to connect the dots. And I really thank God. That is why you have to be so intelligent and read wild. No, no, no. when I say read wild, I read things that will confuse you. That's how I was talking to somebody one day, but he said, uh, I went to read Messie Sedek. Messie Sedek, ah, he said, I just found mystery about Messie Sedek. Yeah? I said, where did you find it? He said on Google. He said, if you know how many sources I've read, he say, I said, sister. I said ma. She was not his sister. I said, Ma. I'm just praying she doesn't listen to this God in Jesus' name. In <laughs> <laughs> fact, let me stop talking. <laughs> 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 no. I don't time before my time. <laughs> All right. Historically, a man called John Wycliffe. was Really, John Wycliffe began the history. John Wycliffe began the history of English translation. Historically, John Wycliffe. Y. Uh, sorry, W Y C L. I-F-F-E Favour W-Y-C-L-I-F-F-E John Wycliffe He began the history of English translation in A-D What's A-D? Okay. Okay. A-D 1 3 3 0 2 okay. 1 334 AD 1330 to 8 to 1334. He began the history of English translation that time with just one written copy. He began the history of English translation with just one written copy. Later on, William Tandale, in 1526 AD, who had the complete New Testament translation in English? So later on, there was William Tandy. I think there's a Bible of William Tandy. I think so. I will make research of William Tandy in 1526 AD. He had a complete New, Trans- New Testament translation in English. The mouse covered the. At the first complete printed English translation, much later. So are you see that King James was not the first? People that used to say King James was the first, much later the Authorized King James in sixteen eleven. King James came in sixteen eleven. Are you seeing how old this thing has been? Sixteen eleven. I'll come again. Much later, William Tandy of 1526 AD, who had the complete New Testament, William Tandy had New Testament um, translation in English. Then, Miles Coverdale had the first complete printed English translation. Mouse Coverdale had the first complete printed English translation. Then, much later, the authorised king james version in 1611 came forth so now let me explain something so in translating one's language to another it has a lot of challenges in translating one language to another because it will also be coupled with a lot of wide margin between the period of the original and today which are centuries apart. Now, let me explain. You know, when they were writing, it's just like people that used to use the parable of Jesus to, to do things. You know, most of the parable of Jesus was about agriculture. so seed, something like that. Because that was the period of their day. So, when they wanted to translate something, the writer would use their senses. On how do we paint this thing down? Now, I don't want you to rather be thinking, oh, that means the Bible is not correct. That is where some people have gotten it wrong. No. Let your senses work. Now, pay close attention to what I'm about to explain. When they were translating, coupled with the fact that there was a wide margin, you know, what was written, let's say, if you want to translate something in, in Oh, shut up. In fourteen ten, they will use the order of their deed to translate. Right now, when they want to translate in sixteen eleven, when the writers gather together and sit down, eh, They will now say, Ah, "Guy, okay, how do we explain this for our audience to understand?" Let's use farming. let's adjust this, let's do this. Does that mean the Bible is not correct? No, it's only an interpretation or translation issue. Okay, let me come again, let me explain this again. Because I don't want you to leave here, go and start talking to people and say, oh, the Bible we wrote in our head is not correct, no. I mean if you, are, if you have encounter people like that who says such a statement, you will still encounter them. And see, that's why you need to do a lot of evangelism. It is broaden your mindset on how to read the scriptures. If you don't do a lot of evangelism, you don't be you don't be, you don't, be you don't be going one place. But when they stretch your mind, it's just like when I, when I was in Nigeria, I the very first day I, I landed, a friend of mine took me for an outreach. I was it the first day or the second day? I think it was the second day. The first a friend of mine took me for an outreach. They went to preach to a Muslim. All these angry, you know, all those mulwer boys like oh there. Those are the people who we went first preach to. They said, "Let's go." Me, I said, ah. But you know, because you be emoji you cannot you can't argue because they already tell you ah, you go for me. I say ah. Brother, let's let's be coming down. <laughs> but when we got there, I what I discovered something. My translation of the scripture changed. My message did not change. But to explain the gospel to an Agbeiro, sorry, agbero means sister. Boss, conductor, Bus conductor. <laughs> I know you that are Lagos boy, I know it's not, it doesn't mean that, but let's manage that. To explain the gospel to that, and the guy was now, now, we met two guys, one was already saved. We only wanted to get him filled with the Holy Ghost. To get that guy filled with the Holy Ghost, we use the Bible, but how we explain that thing, eh, on getting that guy filled with the Holy Ghost, we explain that tongues, eh, you know, we now have to change it to Yoruba that. Tom's eh? Can you make it difficult? I mean like? You should not be saying rubbish. You, 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 we have to explain it to his land to his head knowledge. Now, that below man is a Muslim. That one started saying, "I not I not be." Ah. <laughs> Sorry. He started saying, "So we have to bring him down." and start what we did was what every bible teacher should know how to do the menu we had to rightly divide and explain to him and interpret the scriptures to his mind you know how you will preach to a paper seller will be different from how you will go and preach in a university now when the scriptures was written In their time, when Moses wrote some things, or I want to use the New Testament for instance, when some things were written down, when the translators pick pick it up, the translators will translate and interpret in the order of their day. Don't forget, it has passed through several languages. To arrive to a destination are you following what i'm saying now so when they want to explain um let me use one example mm. let me use one um what was the name? what's going use somebody give me one thing to use in the New testament something about jesus uh, no. Let's use the parable of the prodigal son. Alright. Now, you know, in a, in a normal scenario, the parable happened. The prodigal son, it happened. The son left the father. The father welcomed him back. He squandered the money and everything. Now, when they were to write that thing, now, you know, Jesus verbally, verbally said the parable. So now, look at the problem now. Look at problem one. Writing it down will not be the same way Jesus said it. You know, just the same way some of you will not write some things I said exactly on your jota. Some of you will write your interpretation. <laughs> this year will mark, we'll mark some scripts. <laughs> now, that is how, just the same way that we have that issue of that interpretation of no, You know that pori- that parable happened now. That parable of the Holy song. You know it happened. And what it, uh, how did they happen? How did it happen? Oh, Shit. <laughs> how did it happen? <laughs> 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 All right. Let's move on. Jesus is Lord. Up of Jesus. Up of Jesus. All right. Now, let's move on. We have to. <laughs> So now. Okay. So now you have to. So that parable happened, right? That parable of the proligation happened, right? Now, but Jesus was verbally saying the parable. But watch, when they were to pen it down, will they exactly pen it down the way he said it? No, they will interpret and explain what he said. Are you seeing how it was written now? So when you meet people, stupid, useless, useful people, who say, oh, the Bible is not the way it was written, just them, calm down, let me walk you through this thing. Are you seeing it now? So it has crossed over barrier. It is now the work of the Bible teacher to explain it to you. So that is why I will bring the parable of the prodigal soul now and we now expound it to you better. Are you seeing it? It's just like we want to pick a text of the scripture now. Just the same we we pick Perry and you And we dissect it concerning. We will now explain it in our today's day and give it our own example. Does it make sense? Does it make sense to you? So when they we're translating and interpreting, you see the barriers. Are you seeing it now? Does it make sense to you? So it has their challenges because of the centuries apart and the fact that the languages were constantly evolving. How I many of you know English is evolving too? You know, years ago there was nothing like Fufu in the dictionary, but Fufu is there now. So that shows if they were to, if they were to do a revised standard of the Bible today. That is why, are you seeing why they have several interpretations we have amplified, we have revised standard and it's as though the English is changing. Are you seeing it? Because if we want to pick the language today now we can say, and Judas ate a muscle of fufu No, are are you seeing it? Because that will be the language and the understanding of our today's day Okay, you know when you pick an amplified Bible now, it's as though ah you can easily understand. Do you know why? Because the English appeals to our today. Why do you think people run away from King James? Ah, people say King James is King James is hard. It is hard because the English was the English of their time. But do you know that there's something called in the New King James Version? And in the New King James Version, there is nothing like the very very I say you there. Are you seeing it? So the languages are evolving, and the times are changing, and the English of the Bible too is changing. So imagine, years ago now, it might not be very very It may be very very late. <laughs> you never can tell what is the English of their time. Is in how many? How many people get into this one? Let me see. Are you seeing? how the Bible is. So what will now be your role as a preacher of the gospel is to now pick the scriptures, get it well, haven't studied it, haven't been well taught, and know how to properly interpret it to the audience. So that if I pick the story of the Bible of the bodyguard song now to explain to you, you know, I will explain it in our own today's day. How that Donald Trump lost an election. But he still wanted to try to come back. But he's already a prodigal son. <laughs> ah, sorry. <laughs> you know, we will just bring instances of our today. Okay, look at, let's, let me use amplified version to read something to you now. Let's go to, let, look, look at something in, in Philemon 1 verse 6. Let's compare translations now. Look at Philemon 1 verse 6. I will read it in the Amplified Version. and I will read it in King James. Let's look at Philemon 1 verse 6. Or let's do Ephesians 1 17. Our normal prayer something. Let's look at Ephesians 1 17. Let's look at King James. Then let's look at King James first, sorry. Let's look at King James first. Then we'll look at Amplified. Ephesians. Ephesians 1 17 to, to 18. How many of you are getting into this point? Yes, sir. He says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation of the knowledge of Him. This can be so. It says, The eyes of your understanding, being enlightened, that you may know the hope of his and watch as the story, what is the reason of the glory and the heritage of the saints? Now look at amplify it. Look at amplify it now. He says, I always pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, as the Father of glory, may grant unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation that gives you. Deep and personal and intimate insights into the true knowledge of Him. For we know the Father, true Son. Ah, ah, caramble, <laughs> too much. <laughs> are, you see, are you seeing it now? So let's say in 20 years to come, when a younger generation is reading, which one will they appeal to more? Amplify it. Are you seeing how the changes happened over the years? So our work will now be. That is why, are you not seeing why we should use the Greek to explain? And the Hebrew, why we should go back. It's just like the way I explained concerning that time. Concerning in the Hebrew, in the Greek, in, in the Greek means peril. In our today's day, when I say concerning the things around you, it doesn't mean an arrival destination. But in the Hebrew, concerning means arrival point where you will get to. I you seeing how languages have evolved over time so what you see in this place is an interpretation things changing it is now the work of the preacher that's why you can't you have to learn this thing well before you go and preach it you have to that's why I brought up the concept of you having a teaching so that it will guide your pattern you're not just gonna say anything doesn't make sense to everyone So, it is, um, so translators resorted to words or a combination of words as close as possible to the original meaning. So, what the translators did was that they resorted to words or a combination of words that were close as possible to the original meaning. When they were translating from Greek, Okay, Reverend Aikah was saying something to us. Because he is part of people, um, he's part of, he's now, he now works with all these Bible translations. He does all these Bible translations deal. He said when they gather together and they want to agree on a text, he said they do something called community reading. He said they will, they will read the text together, or everybody. They will now say, okay, how do we present this text well? in the sense of, how do we cut the language barrier? Now, watch. What the translators do did was this. You know, English too is also involving. Now, in the Greek, maybe many years ago, there was nothing like um, okay, let's use the word Fufu now. Fufu came in maybe like seven years ago into the dictionary, right? Now, in the Greek, there is nothing like Fufu yet they will now use a word close to it. You know, there was nothing like that in English yet. They will now use a word close to that word in English to explain it. Does it make sense to you? So let's say, instead of them to say fufu now, they will say a muscle of food. On, ori- on the, on the normal, it was fufu. Does it make sense to you? They will now use a word close to the word to explain that thing. So that's why, When we now want to explain to you, we now say, the Greek word doesn't make sense to you now. We are also interpreting it. So if we want to write our own scripture, we can say, this is the best way he can put it. Are we adding to the scripture? Are we adding to it? We are only explaining it. The same way they explained it to us. So there is nothing so difficult in the scriptures. Are you getting it? It's translations issue. How many of you get into this boy? Let me see your heads. It makes sense, right? The Bible is making sense to you. That's what. That's what. That's it. it has to. So they resorted to words or a combination of words that are close to the original meaning. So this explains the use of italicized words in the King James. Now let's let me explain to you the italicized words in the King James. In the King James, King James has already told you. Once you open the back cover. Once you open the second page, the first page of your King James Bible, they will have told you that every italicized word is not the originals. Are you getting me? So, italicized words in the King James is not the original. This is where italicized words in the Bible, which are indication of words that are not in the original text. They are not in the original text. In the Hebrew, Aramaic, and the Koine Greek Bible, they are not there. But because they needed to fit in words, they had to use it. For instance, look at 1 Corinthians 12 verse 1. First Corinthians 12 verse 1. Everybody go there. 1 Corinthians 12 verse 1. 1 Corinthians 12 verse 1. First Corinthians 12 verse 1. 1, Corinthians 12 verse 1. First Corinthians twelve verse one. 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 Now look at that text. First Corinthians twelve. Look at that text. Now concerning spirituals, what what did he say? Yes. Concerning spiritual words what? Yes. Yes. Gifts, I will not have you what ignored. What is the italicized word there? Gifts. Gifts. So that shows in the originals, in the normal manuscript of the Greek now everything, Arabic, everything, it wasn't there. But if you now read through First Corinthians 12, all of you open, do a scan through first Corinthians 12. Just open, just, just use your eyes. I'll give you one minute to do that. Use your eyes to scan through 1 Corinthians 12 and see why they needed to put gifts there. Do a scan through 1 Corinthians 12. Just scan through 1 Corinthians 12 from verse 1 to the end. I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you one minute to do that. First Corinthians 12. First Corinthians 12. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Scan through it, scan through it, scan through it. Look at verse seven and verse eight and verse nine and verse ten and verse eleven and verse twelve in that place. Are you seeing why they needed to put concerning spiritual gifts? Because they were explaining word of wisdom, word of knowledge, word of everything. So they had to put it in to fit it. So you know they could have said now nah, concerning spirituals, I will not have added now. But the translators thought, ah, we can't just put concerning spirituals. Concerning spiritual words. Are you seeing the barrier now? Not, okay, when we read through this text, everything in this chapter or in this place is talking about gifts. So you see, they can also be wrong too. Somebody say, Ah, <laughs> uh-uh, brother, calm down. <laughs> they can also be wrong because they might not really get it. So, when we now say, so are you now seeing when we say, no, that's a bad translation? No, it should not be written at this point. Are you seeing it? Kunite is just looking at me like guy. You should say, see... <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> are you getting this? Is a translation issue. okay you know what i will do let's take a 10 minutes break i want to explain another concept but then we'll come back to this part this concept later maybe not today but maybe later we'll come back to this thing i'm explaining but take a 10 minutes break so that your your head can cool up take a 10 minutes break 10 minutes break i will come back in 10 minutes